Welcome, agents, to Strain 49-TTRPG of the Zero Point Report, a broadcast all about the news surrounding the Secret World IP. Today is Thursday, September 30th, 2021, and I'm your host for this evening, Ocho. With me tonight, we have two-ton waffles. I was waiting. <laughs> I was like, you going to do it? <laughs> Morning. I didn't call you. I didn't call you by your previous name. The artist previously known as. at all last time. <laughs> just start doing I just want to that. point that out. The waffle, formerly known as Ember. The waffle for. <laughs> <laughs> he who shall not be previously named. Um, sure, we'll go with that. Sure. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing, Waffle? I'm oh, doing all right. Waffle, 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 waffle. And we also have Jimmy the Rabbit. Who? What? Huh? Yep. Where? What? But most importantly, why? He's <laughs> <laughs> right there. He's, he's down. Down. It's like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Wait, can I give you rabbit ears from here? You have to raise your head. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's not good, but we'll roll. Wait, there we go. <laughs> you yeah, I had it for a second. There, there we go. There we go. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, we got it. I think, I think we got it. I'm going to stop trying now. <laughs> As we start off in our own little world. So, welcome to the stream. Doing the important things. Already, we're way <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> what? Our All right, that's the show. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs> what Later. are rails, anyways? <laughs> yeah, what? What are rails? <laughs> what, especially our rails. What? What? What sort of rails would these be? Um, twisted, but yeah, twisted rails. We're here, we're here to talk about news surrounding the Secret World IP, which we have. Uh, at least one good piece of news to talk about this week. Um, and actually one that I'm relatively super excited for. But we are currently on the last day of the... The but world? We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about <laughs> it yet. About this no, no, no. We're talking about what's actually going on in-game first. This is the end of the Envoys of Avalon event. Uh, Jimmy, I know you did your waves. Uh, Waffle, did you do your waves? Nope. No. No? No. Yeah. <laughs> Waffle. Waffling on his waves. Oh, and, and if you look... Oh, wrong way. Look up there. Still has a present. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Forever. Forever, Forever. has a present. Forever etched. Do you, have the, do you have the lifetime account? Yeah. So you're not even picking up your keys. Right. See, I am your so... Your daily lockbox key. You're not even getting that. I mean, and, and, I at least get this, that, this even though I, Waffle like... says, what key? Yeah, yeah. Even, even though I don't actually open boxes. Um, cause, actually, because I always forget to. Hello, Walmer. And I never actually think about actually opening the daily cash keys. But it's still good to have. 
Yeah, see, even Vomer, even Vomer is uh, throwing you, throwing you slight shade there. But you see, I am so rich in keys. I can just be like, let them just. <laughs> How many do you have, sir? How rich in keys are you? I have no use for earthly keys. <laughs> Your keys I, are no good here. I am rich on keys. I was holding them for the. Actually, I started. I started holding on to the keys, waiting for the like the the one box that I really, really wanted to open. And we're actually about to enter that season, the Halloween box, which is probably going to come with the Halloween event, which will be later on in October. Um, right. Whatever that box is called. What is that box called? The Halloween box. Now I'm running back to take a look. <laughs> the spooky box. <laughs> Because I know I have about a billion of them. But you could always have more. The haunted cash. The haunted cash. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm Volmer sure does that make will a good be making point. a. Making a return with the Black Widow pet, the Arachnid Cycle. Two of the more fun things in there, and so usually I just have been. Not using my keys to wait for uh, the boxes that I really want to open, but then I just sometimes forget to open those boxes, and I just end up with a metric ton of keys. So, <laughs> I love me a good haunted cache, yes. So, I'm currently at 178 cache keys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I could literally just—I could literally just sit here and open caches, but then I would need to go out and actually get, like farm the gear to even put the. Um, I mean, to put all the stuff into that, I, I would have more. Uh, I would have more. What are they called? You wouldn't though. You wouldn't, because you can buy purple gear for third age fragments. Oh, I can. And the Third Age Fragments are a side effect of they opening... They come from the caches. Caches. You probably literally could just, like, double your item power. <laughs> You're like, like, what is your IP right now? Uh, what is my IP? 634. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're doing E5s right now. Mm -hmm. You can, like, open all your caches. You'd be like, I'm doing E14s. <laughs> <laughs> 178 caches later. <laughs> I just I just flood the market with uh with all the best stuff from it. Well, it it'd be them and also the um Dark Agartha Arsenal dropping as well. But I've right. especially been waiting to open the the haunted cache um with the epic cache key. That we got from one of the previous events this year. And I forget which one. Anniversary? Probably anniversary. Yeah, we'll go with that one. <laughs> are you, are you going to trade me some, Farmer? You're going to trade me a full stack of them? Sure. I might as well do it now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the Lagini have epic weapons and talismans for sale. Yeah, yeah. What do they cost? Yes. I forget. It's like 300 fragments or something. For a a mere bag of shells. Yeah, for, for about a, 300 for, for a, a green. For a purple. Or for a, a purple, I mean. Why would it be? Jesus Christ. That's hella overpaying <laughs> for, for, a for a green. green would be the you worst. You were getting robbed by Lagini. <laughs> Yeah, it's they're... 300 for Oh, that's 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 maybe why I haven't taken advantage of that too much. They're 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 purple two pips. Yeah, but the point is use them as fodder. Yeah. Right? Cuz you have your piece at max purple, you buy one of those purples, you make a mythic, then you buy two of those purples, to make your next mythic and then you have red, right? You don't have to farm like gear unless you're missing what you actually want to make red. You know what I mean? Unless right, you're missing yeah. Your final piece. Because that's how it works. The stuff you're shoving into it doesn't need to be good. It just needs to exist. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Got him! <laughs> We're gonna do a Mega Boss, guys. That was a good one. Alright. Five men, we could do it. I mean, it might take an hour or four, but... Oh, I was, <laughs> I was thinking you guys about you. jump on, I'll get you. I was playing... I um, <laughs> it wasn't Secret World, but I was I was playing uh, Guild Wars 2 last night. And Guild Wars 2 has some ridiculous achievements. and But the achievements are almost necessary to, like, make any sort of real headway in the game itself because they attach like character development points to the achievements so it's not just like wow. you know small small points it's basically like character development um, settings that you only get when you do the achievements and some of the achievements are stupid hard and one of them was it basically was this this weird trial and the trial was basically like um, where it turned you into a rabbit. <laughs> and then you had to basically beat up wolves, and the only attack you had was this like little charging headbutt to, to beat them. And so the only way to get through it was to basically just attack them, die, attack them, die, attack them, die, attack them, die. And I think it took me almost like an hour and a half of just straight like attacking, die, attacking, die. <laughs> Down. And I was like, to be able to appreciate this because A, it turned me into a rabbit, and B, boy, that was just repetitive, and... He <laughs> just has Jimmy written all over it. Doing, doing something repetitive for a for an achievement, it'd be like, yeah, that's, yeah, that was, that was something. Shenanigans. I use the third age fragments for cool recolors of cash cosmetics. That's true. That's true. 
Oh, let me, yeah, let me open it. What's it gonna give me? Epic cash key. Are you still an epic cash key? Yes. <laughs> that I got from one of the previous events this year. Yeah. I don't know which one. Probably still gonna give me something bad. Nope, I got the arachnoid cycle. Yeah. Nice! Congrats. Spider bike, spider bike. Friendly neighborhood, spider bike. Man, I used to sit that like every morning. I would be. I would used to stream. In the would you? Yeah. Would you? Uh, and I would um, take the spider bike up the the ladder in Kaiden, and you then you could still do that. And I would sprint up. And the cool part about that is, like, it does, like the the spider webbing that it shoots out of the ground, right? Like it's it's special sprint boost puts out spider webbing behind you. Well, when you when you use people to glitch sprint on the ladder. The bike was straight up, so the webbing shot straight down in a funnel. So your camera underneath is just like this funnel of webbing, instead of like how it's flat on the ground. Yeah, which means it's an interesting way they animated it to come out. Yeah. Right? Because you would you would think that that would happen. <laughs> this is uh, simultaneously the greatest bike and also the most ridiculous bike that uh, I like it when you jump they go squeak 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 maybe you hop around hear it yep okay. just staying on the back tire alright screw it let's go Watch me get, like, one of the weapons that I didn't actually want. But no, I got the bike. I think the other one is a Black Widow pet that comes out of that. I have gotten that before out of the box. No, I think you yeah. said you didn't want a weapon from it, right? Yeah, <laughs> what weapon do you want from it? Do you already or have them all too, Bomber? <laughs> Did you want a weapon from that, or do you not want weapons from that? I don't think I do. Okay, I'll just double check. I forget which cache has the the weapon that I was looking for. What weapon are you looking for? Wait, let me open up my spreadsheet. <laughs> to the sheet. To the to the spreadsheet. Gotta Use those pivot that. tables. Everyone should have a spreadsheet. Spreadsheet. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, come touch the ghost thing. My second kid. a very convoluted setup where I'm, I had to set a, uh, my screen as a projector on another monitor, screen share that into StreamYard, and uh, do it, run a virtual camera so I can have my camera come in. Wait, did that be last time? Or was yeah, time that was, that was last time where I got it fixed somewhat. But I could hear... No, 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 that, that was still pretty bad, but the first time... The first time you fixed it was Because the first time you fixed it, it was really good. No. Last time was still not too great. Yeah, I don't so know what you The very first time, right? You got it working really well. I don't know why, for some odd reason, it's... I've, uh, I've tested with StreamYard. I've done the uh, Restream Studio. It's just... My graphics card, I don't know. I don't think it's a graphics card. What are you using to stream? Right right now, it's a stream yard. But everything, I have it going through. Like my system is a uh, 2060. And I got a uh, Ryzen 7 2700. So it should be more than enough. Yeah, you're something something's not set right. I can tell you what it is. I have a suggestion. Hmm. Um I forget the specific term. <clears throat> but there is a way in Windows to set which core of your CPU a program is specifically running on. And I've done that for that I've done that for a certain thing. Sometimes it's good for like if you're running something really intensive, and you want say OBS to instead run off of instead of your first core, it runs off of like your eighth core, or in its parlance, instead of uh, core zero to, to go off of core seven. Yeah, CPU priority. Because it's not just yeah priority, but not just priority. You can actually assign a specific yeah. a specific core for it to work off of. If you know, like, um, and that happens when some programs only work off of one core, they're not multi-threaded. Like, secretly. Right. 
that sometimes they sort of overlap each other, and if you separate out the cores, you know, like two fighting siblings or something. Remember that priority. Whole, remember that whole Moves of Madness thing? Yes. Where that thing went crazy, and the only way I made that playable was doing like messing with the the cores. Yeah, because I really haven't changed anything since been using StreamYard for what year year and a half now, and previous streams have been fine. Just recently, been like a Windows update thing or something. Probably could always be. All right, now, now the fight's over. Let me just double check what it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right, it's under Task Manager. It's going to be under Services. So you're going to want to go to your processes first. Find the secret world. Um, go to details. Details will point to the, the one that it's specifically on, or at least the, the program that's specifically running. And then it's um, set affinity. That's what it is. Not priority, affinity. There you go. And then the, the, the processor affinity will just come up a little box that says which processors are allowed to run secretworldlegends.exe. All right, so we're uh, Secret World Legends, right click, and uh, what? But you wouldn't want to do it for Secret World Legends. You probably would want to do it for the other software. Yeah, like StreamYard or something. Well, StreamYard's browser-based. Okay. So what's, which uh, browser? The Edge. Well, there's the first problem. <laughs> <laughs> but you could do the same thing for Edge. You could just set Edge. You could set Edge's affinity as well. Yeah. Oh, so you could set any program's affinity. But right, I, I think yeah, Moons of Madness was uh, was one that you kind of had to do that, yeah. And it should just be like uh, you set it over there because you can't really set an affinity unless a program is already running. So you have to wait for the program to run first, and then you set its affinity. So you should just be able to do it on the fly. And then, of course, the system will crash and everything would go to hell. But yeah, no, that's a oh, it's fine. I don't remember it crashing. No, no. I actually remember it just being sort of like, okay, all right. It's running on that one now. Yeah, because right now it's all on all CPUs. So uncheck all. Uh, pick a number. Usually anything above, well, usually anything above one would probably work. We'll go with or three. anything above zero. Because yeah, Secret World is probably only going to use the, the initial one. Right. It doesn't really know anything. It's very, it's very dumb when it comes to cores. Signet of the Neophyte. Ooh. Thanks. And if you separate, yeah, like uh, like two children fighting, if you separate them out, sometimes that works. I've had to pull a lot of shenanigans the older my uh, PC gets. Yeah. 
Edge, what you got? And I still want to run. I still want to run fun things without the uh, this without without the CPU just completely overheating. I found that uh, thing I was talking about prior to the show, Maggie. Oh. Oh, right, because we were talking about Bingo Cola. I told you there's a buzzing one. There's a <laughs> Sweetling Soda. Hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> Which is what the uh, buzzing stuff says, like, in its mission reports. Mm -hmm. we're, yeah, we're talking about the different soda brands in the secret world, and there's, of course, Bingo. But I, I, I made the mistake of saying that, right, Bingo was, it was made by Orochi, and it's like, no, 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 Bingo is something separate. Zagan is Orochi. Zagan is Orochi. And, right, there's a billboard in um, Tokyo, Tokyo that has an advertisement for Sweetling Soda. Just With a big smiley a face on it. Yeah, Zagan's Orochi's, Orochi brand. Buzzing Soda. So we said that basically Secret World just boils down to Cola Wars. Cola Wars for the face of humanity. <laughs> but it was that it was the idea that oh well if you um, that uh, bingo is certainly not good for you to drink. But I imagine that all of them would not be good for you to drink, really. Maybe the buzzing cola, well, a sweetling soda. Maybe that can uh, that might be the less harmful of all of them. Yeah, it's still not good. Yeah, there was something you did the first the first time this happened. You did something. We should go back and watch that stream. Oh, <laughs> that's because what, what I was doing, I was um <laughs> let's, let's do it now. Just right now. Uh, instead of window capture, I did display capture. Or one, is that or, what it was? Or oh. vice versa. Or, or vice versa. Have you tried that? Let me uh, get out of here real quick. Right. It, it flows so sweet. Taste and see. It is the world's foremost honey soda. I like to think sweetening soda is Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> got a nice lemon-lime taste. <laughs> what do they say is, like, one of the most popular flavors in the world behind cola? Like, apple? Apple soda? That's gross. <laughs> Get out. That's what my wife said. She's like, no. Get out! She's like, no, no. No. Of course, now and uh, <laughs> yeah, I try. I try it. Yeah, I try it too. So we don't. That's not one of the popular flavors here in the U.S., but uh, around the world, it's a lot more popular. That my game you made is it worse. <laughs> you made it worse. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Somehow made it worse. Is it? Is it your actual in-game performance? No. Before I went, changed it to display. It was fine. Now my actual game is. What you see, 
is what you get. Oh, now your game is... Um... Okay, now it's starting to smooth out. But when I'm coming in and out of Agartha here... It's oh, a... that's, a, that's where the lighting changes. That's why. Yeah. The lighting changes right there. That's so weird. I'm just going to Kingsmith real quick. Have you have you tried Chrome? Well, this is Chromium. Yeah, I don't buy that shit. Edge is still worse, in my opinion. The thing that I, I know, found I good about that... Edge, for some reason, I try to run like Netflix or something through Chrome, and it, like, I don't know, it jitters. It it does like what this is does. Mm -hmm. So I have Edge to, um, and if I try to run like Netflix or whatnot through Edge, it works just fine. I think it's just too much stuff going on in the background with Chrome sometimes. But, I mean, if this is what's going on with Edge, might work better with Chrome? I don't know. You can always fire up Opera. <laughs> what was it? The Opera? opera there are, there are other something? ones out there. Actually, that, I actually use that, by the way. Uh, opera. Internet Explorer. Okay. That's what Edge is. Let me spit up... Uh, that's, like, that, that's what Edge is. I know, but yeah, let me get uh, IE6. Let's get that going. Netscape Navigator. Netscape. Prodigy. I was 100% against Netscape from the jump. Like, I would have, like, flame wars about Netscape. And you, you want to know why? Why? The, the hand icon. <laughs> when you mouse over links, Netscape's hand icon was, like, being fucking stabbed in the eyes. I, like, I would go, like, I'd be like... Type in like paragraphs about how goddamn horrible the hand icon. You're like this was. hand icon. I could give a... a shit about like performance or you know browser support. Right, because all that was actually relatively standards. still like even I remember at the time that was still sort of kind of negligible. Really, it was like yeah. this one is so well, much like, smoother, no, and it's like Netscape's goddamn little hand icon was goddamn awful, and that whole browser should have been lit on fire for that alone. <laughs> No patience, no patience for that shit. What is what is? Uh, yeah, Opera GX is what I what I have. Yeah, I, whatever we I did is not working. <laughs> no. It just made it work. Then maybe move maybe Wait, move secret maybe move secret world to the other uh, to another uh, processor. Maybe okay. maybe put the maybe reverse it. Maybe put you the browser on everything and move secret world. Oh, that's a fair question. Are you in windowed, borderless windowed, or are you in full screen? Uh, borderless. Okay, that should be right. And that should be, that should be correct. You have chosen wisely. Let's see. Yeah, borderless. what malls became once Barnes & Noble took over. As you can see, it's just, as I move the mouse a little bit. <laughs> oh, I just got that one too. That <laughs> was fucking hilarious. Oh my god. That was a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a deep cut, yeah. 
Remember, so you see, you see, folks, malls were these places that people went to. On Friday and Saturday nights to hang out with other people. I would just go hide in there when my family went to the mall. That I'd go, be. like, find the comic book rack and read, read yeah. comic books. No, Borders, yeah, it was, it was always uh, Borders and then Barnes & Noble. Okay, so my game on my end is back smooth. I put it on three CPUs. It's down. I put it like, what, 13, 14, and 15. Okay. So, so it's, it's just whatever, whatever the browser yeah, so the it's the browser. browser. Well, your your capture is still pretty pretty shit. That's, yeah, that's well. through the the um, uh, Windows. Books um, a million. So I used to I used to work for Barnes and Noble, and it was basically the time when they had already trounced Borders, but were in the process of being trounced by Amazon. But I remember, I remember sometimes we get customers, they come in and be like, like, uh, like, do you have this book? And we'd be like, no, nah, we don't have it. And they'd be like, well, I'm just going to go to Borders then. And I'd be like, that's fine. That's a great alternative. <laughs> Are you threatening me with a good time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I hope they have it then. That's a, I mean, that's a, that's a fine choice. You should, you should do that. You should be like, tell Bob I said hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, why aren't you, like, why are you promoting people, why would you promote people to go to Borders? And I'm like, because they might actually have the product in stock? I don't know what to tell you. Because I don't want to deal with your face. I'm like, if I were looking for something, that's what I would do. I would try many different locations until I found what I wanted to find. What kind of brand loyalty is that? <laughs> None. None. But it's re it's customer retention uh, loyalty. Yeah, if you help someone out, you know. Yeah. They tend to remember. Like that. this guy, this guy suggested I go to another bookstore, and then I actually found it there. Like yeah, because I wasn't trying to screw you over. <laughs> I was trying to help you. Shockingly. And that was your first mistake. Yes, sir. At least you have bookstores. I have to drive a whole hour just to get to the nearest one. Really? Oh, that stinks. I think I'm... our I think our closest I want to say our closest Barnes Noble is still open. Hey, why wouldn't it be? Yeah, I don't I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. I hear um, we don't have any bookstores. We have a Barnes and Noble that I do have to drive like at least away. forty minutes away. Hmm. Wasn't that the plot of a movie? Santa sending people to the best store. <laughs> <laughs> I want this game system. Yeah, go to GameStop. It's right there. Sounds like sounds like that would work. Yeah, I think the only bookstore that we have around here is Barnes and Noble, and that's only around like I got maybe two or three the whole area but i have to drive i mean yeah there aren't going to be yeah. many of them they're not there's not going to be like yeah like 
one every ten miles like they're like they used to be. Yeah, they used to be. Back when people read books. Read physical books. Such a shame. Who would do such a thing? I get six stores within 50 miles around me. <laughs> like total? Total. I put in my zip code and I have six Barnes and Nobles around me within 50 miles. Oh, oh, okay. Six Barnes and Nobles. Yeah. I thought you meant six stores, like period. I didn't know if you were like really in the middle of nowhere. Hey, we got a Mickey D's down here. <laughs> I mean, I should hope so. Not here. We're going to get a Starbucks. There's one Barnes & Noble about an hour away, unless you count the college bookstore that's also an hour away. I don't know if I would count those or not, because, yeah, it's not like those are real Barnes & Nobles. Those are, they sell mostly college textbooks and mo more college swag. Swag. Uh, that's also an hour away, and it's part Barnes & Noble to make one and a half Barnes & Noble. I'm gonna put Seagull back on all because this is ridiculous. Seagull doesn't actually use more than one CPU. I know, yeah, but no, it, only, since, it only uses one. Yeah, but yeah. ever since I've been messing around with it, just it, not just not working. No, it's, like, it's no. constantly freezing up on me. Just just looking around, it's just. Did you try messing with your with your Edge CPUs? Yeah, that's what I've been. Uh, I close out as many tabs as I can. Except for, you know, StreamYard and Twitch. Wait, why do you have Twitch open? So I can do, you know, modding as well. Uh, we need someone to, I, just I, in case I, we get a uh, yeah. heat raid. <laughs> that, I can't do that through uh, stream StreamYard. Gotcha. trying to climb up this piece of a guard that it's not it's not playing that <laughs> are you over uh, over by the the portals no i'm trying i'm trying by the end by the mall guard entrance oh okay we made it unclimbable Distillates? No, they're signet distillate. Everything's a signet distillate. Oh, that's, that was messed up. Got so far up there. <laughs> it just dropped. It just dropped me as soon as I jumped. So our other piece of news, and I was holding off on this one, um, because this one is this one's kind of exciting, I think. It was posted on the Secret World Discord. Um, Calaban of Star Anvil Studios 
posted on the official Secret World Discord, quote, so big news and a not-so-secret project. If people haven't noticed, in many posts over the last year, I mentioned how I thought the Secret World would make a great tabletop role-playing game. We have acquired the rights from Funcom to create a tabletop role-playing game based on the Secret World MMORPG. Actually, he typed MMOPRG, but we're gonna we're gonna forgive him for that. <clears throat> we have just started to spin up on this project. It took quite some work to get off the ground. We have a great team assembled, including working with Sigil and hiring a writer who worked on the Secret World. Joshua Allen Deach will help make sure we capture the story and spirit of the game with his writing. And Sigil brings top-level art and layout to the project. We are looking at 2022 for the Kickstarter, but won't have too much. Uh, to share until we get closer to the end of this year. We here at Star Anvil Studios are super excited and just couldn't contain it any longer. We hope you will join us when we go live with it. Ooh. To which uh, Scrivenomancer, <clears throat> I always have problems with his last name. We love you, Scriv. We really, really do. I always have problems saying your last name. It's either Deech or Dosh. Something like that. Deutsch, Deutsch, I think I think it's I think it's I think it's Deech. I want to say Deech. I could be horribly wrong. Um, but he he chimed in and said, "Hello, all. The cat is out of the bag. Happy to help bring the secret world to my beloved dimension, the gaming table." This is super exciting. I am. Uh, uh, I'm not a huge tabletop RPG player, but I think that's partially because haven't really found a good group to do it with. That's what she said. Yes. Everyone's <laughs> waiting for that. <laughs> I will add it to my collection of obscure role-playing uh, game books. <laughs> okay. I'll say, but, but no, when this goes live, uh, you can, you can be damn sure that we're going to promote, promote it. And, um, I'm, I feel like this is a this is like a, a must must buy sort of thing. I will absolutely oh, yeah, support sure. this. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not kidding. Like I like, I think I have like, uh, like D and D like third edition or some crap like that. But but I have Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai, the the tabletop game book. Okay, which is a Forrest Whitaker movie. <clears throat> It is not a samurai. <laughs> I say I want to say I've already got. Um, I, I think upstairs. I think I've got a second edition D and D book, and I have a metric ton of dice. Like just if because you, if you, just one day I was like, I'm just gonna buy dice. They're they're really cheap on up, Amazon. If you look up um, Ghost Dog with Samurai, the movie, you'll be like, How the hell is this a tabletop? <laughs> yeah, game? How is this a thing? You like. It exists, and I own. I own it. Uh, I don't know. It, it. It'd be like. Oh man, what is that? What is that movie that's like famously? I'm blanking on the name of it. It's like a cult classic. The one. The one that has a suitcase. Well, like a not Pulp Fiction, but there's an there's an earlier movie that had like a suitcase with like a like a golden glow or some shit in it. Does anyone anyone? I don't know. Cold? Sorry, yeah, that's not uh, not familiar. Um, 
one called. But I'm ha- I'm halfway tempted to say that like if um if the Kickstarter gets fully backed and fully funded, or maybe we could even run some special thing ahead of time. I don't know. As far as a promotion thing, I'd be I'd be sort of down for that. I think that Repo um, man. like I'd I'd be I'd even try my hand at uh, DMing a sort of thing like that. Repo Man from 1984 with Emilio Estevez. I'd find Repo people. Man I'd find people online, and we could we could we could do that. A Repo Man. Yeah. With, with Emilio Estevez? It's okay. It's a cult classic from, from 1984. I've heard of it. Uh, so, I don't know. What I'm saying is, imagine if that had, like, a tabletop yeah. playing game book. You'd be like, what the <laughs> shit is this? Like, you find it at some random bookstore, and you're like, who made this, when, and why? <laughs> what, that's what yeah. the ghost dog one is. Well, why, I'm trying to, like, get why especially? But, I mean, but that's, that was part of the... Um... <laughs> How did this get published? <laughs> Funcom acquiring full control of Conan and many, many others through Cabinet Group is a great majority of them are all tabletop games. Yeah, true. Um, even, yeah, uh, Mutant Year Zero, Mutant Chronicles. Like, yeah, they're all, they were all tabletop. If you need a person, I'd love to try. I'd join a game for sure. Uh, I say when it starts to when more information comes out, I feel like I'm I going to uh, try reaching out to them and seeing, and basically being like, "Hey, we're already going to promote it. We'll promote it more. I mean, we're already here to the five people that we know. <laughs> we we could. <laughs> I mean, we could we could you know." So assuming the Kickstarter goes well and eventually comes out, we could we could potentially play it on stream. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like I'd I'd be cool with DMing something like that. It'd be pretty pretty neat. So I got dice. Wouldn't you just use like virtual dice for that though? You would. Yeah, we'd we'd find some. Probably. I know, I know, I know. People play like uh, I've, I've seen. I've seen some streams, like Roll Twenty uh, or some some sort of uh, system. I'm not quite sure how that all works, but I know it. I know it does. Mm-hmm. I know there's tools for it. I, I I gotta say it's it's it is something that I like I miss from back in the day is you know like a group of people uh, like hanging out and eating eating snacks and drinking mm-hmm. <laughs> just making up shit <laughs> the giant giant tub of cheese balls <laughs> there was this it's one game passage. that came. It came from a convention, like it was like a specifically a convention game that someone brought back. It was like a uh, goblin something or other. You you just you were playing like goblins, but like 
It was the weirdest, most bizarre shit ever. It was, it was intended to be played at conventions, and like, there's rules in it for like, like how well you do can be determined by other people cheering, even at other tables not involved in your game. Like, okay. like it literally has rules based, like it's intended to be played in a in a convention hall with other people doing other crap. And, like, when your character dies, you can stand up and give a eulogy, and if it's good enough, then your character can get, like, resurrected. Okay. Like, I don't know, it had, like, all kind of obscure... It's not <laughs> goblins. What the hell is it? Social, it's but not, not in, indirect social rules. Yeah, I can't think of the name now. It's a variation of... of, of goblin. But I don't think it's goblin. Um, Cobalt. Okay. It's Cobalt. <laughs> Cobalt ate my baby. <laughs> That's the name of it. I, I found it. But yeah, I've I've never been into um so much. We just, we just lost Waffle entirely. No, I'm still here. <laughs> we he's, lost him entirely. Here, <laughs> probably. Well, I mean, we couldn't have really lost him. We are still here. Wait. No, I'm, I'm here. here. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm here. Cut off. Two yeah, Waffle if you ever want to see like a being murdered right now. If you, if you ever want to see just a bizarre, funny, like, kind of tabletop game, Cobalt's Ate My Baby. Okay. Pretty great. Like, there's just no way that game can't be fun. Like, I feel like there's some... I've I've played with some people. Like, you can ruin a role-playing, like, a tabletop game. Oh, you absolutely can. Yeah. Like, people can just be, like, jackasses. You can't ruin Cobalt Ate My Baby. It's not really possible. <laughs> oh, it's, it's I see of... where you guys went to. Now I gotta figure out how to get up there. You gotta do, like, that jiggle thing. Like, when we were oh, climbing yeah. up on the other side, like, those little quick left-right while you're holding forward. But, like, over, over where Thallium is... I love that, like, no one can see this because, because right. Waffle's just AFK and Kingsmith. He's in Kingsmith, yeah. You, uh, you don't want to be you don't want to be that far right. You you want to be you want to be on the yeah over here. Some reason I can't go left. It's not. It's not twerking me back left. There. Yeah. This. That. Let's try that. Wait. Are your away. weapons out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... Put. Put them away.
Sir, 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 what are you doing up here? Keep a lookout, obviously. I'm in the lookout pose. <laughs> oh, waffle. Hey, he's back. There he is. You want to you want to come to Agartha? Yeah. Sorry, I was moving <laughs> I was moving everything to Chrome, so I'm kind of like having a Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. yeah. Try to see if that, that's possibly a solution. And so not, far, not, no. Not really. Hmm. I think it's like smoother jittery, if that makes sense. <laughs> smoother jank. <laughs> well, before it was very like chunk, 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 chunk. Yeah, it is. And it's... now it just seems more like. Let Does me that make sense? see if I can go windowed. Capture the window. That might be better, actually. It's better. Still, still pretty. Still some jank going on, but it's. Yeah. You know, you could just like click meet, like right click and hit meet up. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm trying to like see how you know going through it. Well, I'm just saying that that way when you're idling, at least you'd be staring like at the same thing you're staring at, as opposed to like we're all messing around at the Agartha thing, climbing around. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just staring at a bonfire, or not even a bonfire, a, a drum well, fire. Well, I, I try to go into a world that doesn't have a lot of stuff in it. And that's why I was that's why I was trying out to see if it was this Agartha was causing the problem or Nope, go back out. And then look up. Oh. <laughs> Barbara says I'm using emote sit. It makes you look sad because your head looks downward. <laughs> but in this case you're also just looking down down towards the people. Yes it down is towards uh, all the Sam. people below. Have more waters banner? What is that from? From New World. It's oh, one yeah? of the uh, okay. factions, yeah. I've seen some streams of it, and it... Other side. Other side. I've seen some streams of it, and it just has an in, like, peak my interest. But, I am, I, I am in, like, Act 3 of Diablo 2 Resurrected already on a hardcore character. Okay. I nearly lost that character today. <laughs> Nearly died. Or Diablo 2 resurrected, right? Yeah, yeah, did I, did, what did I say? I think you said 3. Did I? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I meant the Elf 2. I meant the Elf 2 resurrected. Uh, Waffle. Yep. Uh, take off the sprint, or the, yeah, take off the board, and just uh, wiggle left and right. Like how, like, yeah, how you got up uh, the other side of Agartha. Maybe a little little further left. 
You're playing on the Boosang server on New World? That's actually pretty funny. Nice. I mean, if I was going to pick a server to play on. Yeah, right? No, no, I don't groan at that at all. No, that's pretty... And then, at a certain point, you can try jumping. Once you've got up a little bit. Now you're, you're going too far to the left, you're saying that. It's going across... What happened? Thallium was here. Oh, he, he teleported. <laughs> um... I just found whatever server is dedicated to RP server. Somewhere in your world hasn't looked too interesting past the fact that you have played Doc Robbins. <clears throat> like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's... Like, I've seen people, like, rave about it, but when I've looked and watched it, it has not seemed interesting to me. That said, I don't find Diablo 2, like, particularly interesting either. It's more just nostalgia. No, oh, yeah, Diablo 2 is, times... is all nostalgia. Uh, I was watching someone playing it, and they hit, like, one of the cutscenes. And when I saw the cutscene, there we go. It like triggered something in my head, and I and I just started like reciting it as it went along. Damn it! No. <laughs> no. Like like the cutscene was apparently so embedded in my brain that when when did that come out? Two thousand one. Two no two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Because I was playing it when 9-11 uh, happened. Okay. That's how I saw... Right, so that would be... Yeah, that'd be 2000... I was up all night playing Diablo 2. And then I was going to get ready to go to bed at like 5 in the morning or some crap. Uh, 4 or 5 in the morning. And then it was on the news. And I just ended up staying up for like an ungodly amount of time. Because I was like glued to the, the news. I'm... I'm pretty sure, like, I ended up watching the second plane hit or something. Okay. I think that, I think that happened live, right? Because that was pretty delayed. From that the was first that game. was live, yeah. Yeah, I think I. Then the only reason I saw it happen was Diablo 2, because <laughs> I wouldn't have been awake otherwise. Because I was on the West Coast. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like I wouldn't have been awake. Yeah, because I West was. Coast would have I, been, I, what, I said at that time six. I was uh, just outside of New York, so. That was something. Yeah, I was up stupid, like, not late, but, like, into the wee, into the hours of the morning, grinding D2. And, uh, that's that. That's why that has, like, nostalgia for me. I'm enjoying um, New World, that's probably because part of the cabal I was in in TSW got back together there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I think a lot of times, because a lot of the streamers are just trying to grind things through and try to get to the in-game area, so... No, no, to be fair, I saw someone just playing, like, the, the, the first part, where, mm -hmm. you, where you're, like, on the beach or whatever, and it's just oh, like, yeah. I don't, none of this looks like something that uh, would uh, interest me. Well, in my mind specifically, um, I feel like it, I don't know if it, it feels like it has an identity issue. Like, it's not, it's not quite a theme park even though they've now added theme park elements to it. It's not it's not quite a sandbox. Where it's you know, um it's not it's not quite PvP. It's not quite So I don't I don't know how to like it's not it's not exactly a builder, but it is it is a game with a lot of crafting. 
And it's got a lot of fishing. It's probably one of the nice things about it. Well, ain't nothing wrong with fishing. No. Um. But yeah, but in my mind, it's like, so what? What game out there would it be comparable to? And the only thing that really sort of sticks in my mind is Albion Online. Yeah, because New World is pretty much has gone through several different uh, permutations. No. Yeah, because initially they were like, we're going to make it a full PvP, and people were like, we ain't playing that. <laughs> and then they were like, never mind, we're going to add a whole bunch of other stuff besides PvP. Albion had very stylized art style. It was uh, isometric, yeah. Albion was, there you go, Waffle. Yeah. Albion is a very isometric, stay up here. Um, you know, top-down game, but its basic its basic function was essentially craft gear Oof. to okay. level up in using said gear to go out and farm mats to make more gear to level up in that gear, and it was just one of those one of those progression cycles, and that's sort of how New World feels. Yeah, because you do have a crafting, then you also have to, because you have your different weapons that you can level up mm -hmm. as you play along. But it has a, um, but New World has a active combat, sort of similar to Elder Scrolls, or sort mm -hmm. of similar to, um... Yeah, because there's, there's the probably more Elder Scrolls and Guild the dodge Wars too. and uh, blocking mechanics as well that you want to mm -hmm. uh, use. You just don't sit there and just start whacking away at somebody. So it has, so it does have mechanics of a survival game. Ish. Ish. Yeah. So, you know, sort of similar to Conan Exiles, if you will. Um. But I don't think Conan Exiles has many, like, active skill usage, per no. se. Um. But it is more. It is an active combat system. So I don't know. Yeah, in my mind, I'm like I can't pin it down. And if it, and if it's closer to like the PvP or crafting style, it wouldn't be a game for me, personally, because that's not what I'm necessarily into. Yeah, I heard there's a I, like I've heard. I don't know how true it is, but there's a fair bit of like griefing can happen. Oh, uh, for um, sure. No, because you have to flag yourself for PvP. And the way you do that, you have to go to one of the settlements, flag no, yourself, uh, and then you can travel on the world. Yeah, I, I see what you mean, but uh, griefing doesn't necessarily mean just killing someone else. It just basically means yeah, annoying the um, heck out of people. Yeah, and like, also with a mining aspect as well, because if it depends on who... Uh, clicks on that object, say like an iron vein, first gets it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. So people can just like dick with you essentially. But that's, but that's also me. nothing new either. I mean... Yeah, that's in every game. I was a, uh, you know, uh, EverQuest, World of Warcraft, EverQuest 2, you know, they had that sort of PvP, but not PvP. It's sort of like a, a non-violent PvP. As to right, who gets to a resource node first because only one person can collect it. Yeah, you don't have to worry about. And they don't. They don't just respawn really quickly. It's yeah. Well, trees just 
pretty much respawn real quick. I think it's maybe a minute or two for a tree, but there's so many of those stupid things all over the place. Yeah. See, and that's what makes it makes you think of it more like Albion, because Albion is like that, where it's like, go collect wood, and there's like oh, a metric ton of wood out there, mm -hmm. you know? Like, go go collect ore. There's a metric ton of ore out there. It's it, When you're finding the higher quality stuff, that gets a little more rare to find. So, yeah. <laughs> if I says it looks surprisingly generic. I mean, some of the screenshots I've seen look pretty. It does look pretty. Yeah, it, it, it like is very pretty. pretty the sound design is actually really good, too, where it sounds like... Because it has, if you're mining rock or something, or trees... It has that echoing, like, because you're in the middle of nowhere, bouncing off the mountains and stuff, and the sound bounces off the mountains, so it does have good sound design. So it has good sound design? Yeah. And I'm kind of surprised at um, the issues that they've had with launch, and I don't know if that's just because... Uh, um, that That's uh, on part of Amazon, because they... The reason why the servers are, everyone that's you're able to get into a server, everything is running smoothly, is because they're not like how in Secret World, there's instances on one particular server, mm -hmm. uh, architect or uh, the hardware itself. So you have one server that fills up to maybe what two thousand people, or well, I don't know what the cap is, mm -hmm. and then that particular server is full, and you're waiting for a queue for people to, to log off or get uh, AFK kicked. So they don't have instancing. So that's, a, that's the problem that people are coming across right now is with the, the huge queue times, and that's why there's so many um, world servers out there right now. And they're just spinning up. Oh, we'll also spin up another uh, server to take care of for another 2,000 or so people. What about the name reserva reservation debacle? I think, was it like... Um um, Anyone that, that names across, basically, uh, the names aren't server-based. The names are world-based. I'm, I'm not entirely sure on that. That's what, that's what I last heard, is that, uh, so if literally anyone else in the world has your name, you can't get it. Yeah, 2,000 people online in a queue of 20,000. Yeah. yeah. Oof. And there's also a problem, people, too, because there's this AFK uh, run. Like, you see a whole bunch of people in the cities just sitting in the corners just running because there's this whole, uh, have something holding down the W key. Oh, yeah. Just so that they weren't logged out. Yeah. So Amazon's like, okay, we're going up against that. Uh, if you see that, report those people. And they're actually trying to actively keep that from happening but it's it's just it's a problem that they themselves created instead of going an interesting route with the servers and hell they they got AWS they can instantly spin up hundreds of servers to take care of server load oh that's that was my thought too is right like uh like you've heard of horrible launches for MMOs in the past but those companies didn't have entire branches of their parent company owning the um, internet <laughs> yeah, owning server infrastructure yeah owning and renting server infrastructure out like um, so it's yeah so it's I don't know and my thought it's like 
I'm kind of surprised because I figured they would just put as many resources into it as possible because A, they're Amazon, so they have resources out the wazoo. B, um, right, they, their server infrastructure is already top-notch. Mm -hmm. So you figure they would just move resources to, to have it. And, and C, it's their first launch, first major launch from a new studio. So they want to make a good first impression. Well, technically, this is their second game that they've launched. Uh, there was one as like a battle, not not really a battle royale, but they botched that one up because they, <laughs> so they botched that one up so bad I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, well, it, what happened was what it, they said. Oh, we'll just go ahead and release it as beta. Mm -hmm. Get all a bunch of streamers, you know, like uh, Shroud and everybody came in, played it. It was a good, it was an okay game. Yeah, there's some problems. But then they said, okay, well, we'll take it back. I think it was like maybe a month later. Oh, hey, we're releasing it. And we're like, uh, have you changed anything? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I, I think it lasted for right, about... We're just, a, we're just trying to recoup our losses. Yeah, it lasted about another month and said, okay, we're taking off of uh, active release and going back into beta. And about six months later, and it's like, yeah, um, this game is closed. <laughs> Voice of lights behind us seems to be seems to have tried to follow us and is sort of stuck in stuck in Agartha or stuck floating. <laughs> can, can I just can I push you out of the way? Slash stuck. <laughs> oh, they're, oh. No, they're no longer there. It disappeared. But yeah, so far for a game launch. Say, as a, as a game, but I but I also think like. Their price point when they released was good. Like they made it what forty bucks? Mm -hmm. That is not bad. Yeah, and they got a um, collector's edition of things like fifty or sixty bucks. Of course, and you get cosmetic course. items with that. Mm -hmm. Um, the one problem thing is, oh no! Yeah, it was um, the pay-to-win that they were experimenting with. Or I was just say I should put it in air quotes. Is that a lot of things that they were experimenting with in the, sh in the item shop is that, oh, it can be deemed as pay to win as an item. Like here in uh, Cigar World, we had the, uh, was it the Woodsman Cutter item? <laughs> the, the, the Woodsman's Axe, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something similar to that. Or that, Woodcutter's Axe, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 I think that was in the, um, it was leaked out from the Alpha forums, and um, a lot of people were pissed off about that. They kind of walk that back and says, "Oh, we're not going to be doing anything like that yet." Yet, they had that little. It wasn't yet. It was worded legalese wise. I never. I mean, I was never angry about the woodcutter's axe, but that's because I had the woodcutter's axe. So I was. <laughs> yeah, I did. I have it too. I don't use it. <laughs> I was. I was never really angry about that because I was like. What? It's cross-promotion for their own products. Right. Like, listen, all games, one can one can argue that all games to a certain extent are pay-to-win at least to some level. Yeah. Whether that level is, even for games that have, like, full subscriptions and nothing else, like no cash-off. Say a game had no, no cash-off but just subscriptions that technically you could say that people who multi-box and therefore pay for multiple accounts and run those accounts simultaneously 
like technically they're paying more and then they'll be able to collect stuff at two to three times the rate that you are yeah like uh because they're they're literally playing multiple accounts at the same time like there is a technicality where where any game can actually be considered pay to win um it just depends upon what level and how egregious that pay to win actually is and i think what wow is actually stop people from doing dual boxing now you can't. Which I don't know why they would. <laughs> yeah, I don't know reason behind that, or if it was a big problem because of cheating or something, or I don't know. But that's the thing. Like, is that cheating necessarily? Is it cheating just because you're paying for two accounts and then running those two accounts? Uh, they're supposedly cracking down on the multi-box botters. Whereas a game like Lord of the Rings Online, which is another game that I play. Like, people multi-box in that all the time, but they multi-box almost for entertainment purposes because what they'll do is they'll create multiple characters, dress them all the same, and then have them play concert music together. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like they, they get all this stuff together and they basically make their own little bands and then they sit there in, like, uh, in the main town and they just play music. Okay. Yeah, multi-boxing for gold farming. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that that's a problem. Not just stopping the gold farming. That's not necessarily the yeah the the, the multi-boxing is necessarily a bad thing. It's just but because one can argue that it farmers. is pay to win. Yeah. Because technically they're paying more money and they're getting more they're getting an advantage over somebody else who doesn't. Well, the same thing can be said for like the um, was it the cheaters or the problem in Conan Exiles that had been for a long time. Um, the what was it the Chinese cheaters that come in and then build their bases that kind of make it where it's impossible to actually break anything down. Uh, they're actually building within the mountain itself. Okay. And of course, when they come in, they they are destroying other people's stuff like real quick. Like it was is when Conan Exiles first released the first time. Mm. That was a huge problem. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff they changed to Conan Exiles. Um, that's like one of the reasons you can't build near the old, near the uh, ancient structures anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like anywhere that. near them is because that shit was unbreakable, and people just build their bases. Oh, inside okay. of it essentially yeah yeah things like that we're kind of the whole point of conan exiles is that your base can be attacked and be broken mm-hmm. that your base is not necessarily impregnable yeah so having like an impenetrable base because you know it's made it's 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 an in-game indestructible object it's like not so i think there's places where you could essentially have like all four, like, like four of five walls are indestructible, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Thallium, you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in you, Thallium. Yeah, so there's going to be a groups of anybody, any game that are trying to get around. I mean, look at look Jimmy Rabbit here. It's just trying to break the game with the uh, Krampus Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't even try. He <laughs> did. I Multiple did. times. Yes, he, yeah, and then they had a, uh, there is no try. Then Only they stopped do. that because of him. <laughs> um, 
Right, or the, or the running up of, uh, of, uh, the, the speed running up ladders. <laughs> yeah, that took... actually wasn't because of anything that I or anyone else did. No, that no, the, yeah, they said that was, that was, uh, that was an issue. Mm-hmm. It was, da- was database degradation. Yeah, that was, that was affecting something that. else entirely. <laughs> Varses, I once got stuck on a Garth's ceiling with the rockets. Yeah, generally when you go up there, you, you hang up there for quite a while. Speaking of which, that's an anniversary that just passed, by the way. Wanted to point this out. That the... Where is it? 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 Um... The tank healer dungeon and raid rebalance happened September 29th, 2020. Holy crap. So we have now passed the one-year anniversary of the rebalance patch. Celebrate good times. Come on. Celebrate. So we've now had had the rebalance for, for a full year. We've had that rebalance. It's still amazing. I need to help Thallium. Thallium. Like this. Like this. Yeah. Like this. It's shimmy, shimmy. Shimmy, shimmy, Coco Puff. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah. Except I fell. Don't yeah, fall. You do that too. <laughs> I mean, you might fall. That happens. Don't be embarrassed. Everyone, ha- Everyone does it. Never happened. You can't prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I got video. <laughs> of course, now I can't get, can't get back up. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I'm like, this is how you do it. And there's a small little sliver that you can, you can shimmy up. There we go. There we go. Then you jump. And oh, I was going to say, oh, then you fall. <laughs> Then you jump onto the. Um, why do I always forget the names of these guys? Guardians, uh, custodians. Custodians. Yeah, I always want to keep calling them guardians, but I know that's not right. Yeah. Because that's the Cleveland Indians' new baseball team name. Um. You could also get up jumping very accurately. See, that's not going to happen for me. <laughs> <laughs> jumping accurately is not in my. Not in my definition. The Guardians were the big golems. Right, the Guardians of Gaia. Yes, they were the Guardians. Yeah. Can't jump on top of them. Unable to dodge. Do I have... Double tap to dodge on? How did that... Ah, that can't be right. Uh, I am king of the tree people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we had one more piece of news, which was just uh, that... Uh, I noticed this on Twitter. I retweeted it on our account. 
that the Haunted Eldwick Ghost Tour is going to be happening again this year. He said, join DJ Drina on a spine-tingling journey through Eldwick and learn its deepest secrets. Saturday, October 24th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 a.m. Grand Meridian. And then again, Sunday, October 25th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. GMT. I don't think I was able to attend it last year. But uh, but I have loved the the haunted Eldwick ghost store in the past. Yeah, now we're getting the hospitals coming in. The what? What? The Are hoss H O S S bots. Hassan, 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 Are we really? I don't see them. Yeah, I got three so far. Great. <clears throat> Say, well, if you can beat the number that I had the other night. The guy ended up with 55. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm going to have to download, or uh, you, was it Commander Root? Or was it a... Seribot is Seribot, one that I've heard yeah. of. Yeah, I had, I had 55 follows. Um... Or at least 55, 55 bot follows. Wow. I've yeah. gotten like four or five or something here or there. I'm like not even in a row. How the hell's... Jesus. Well, when you're a popular streamer, just like Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair. Hey, hey he's, got, he's got a great community over there at the, uh, what is it, Ultima... <laughs> And uh, Lotro. I mean, sure Lotro and Ultima communities are, are, are pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm, I'm, I would imagine they're at least consistent. Seeker World yeah. community is also pretty good. Yeah, actually, uh, my lowest views are when I'm not doing Seeker World. <laughs> yeah. Like when I do other I, shit. I, I like fun. games with good communities. What, what could I say? Yeah. Um, no, but I, I wasn't getting like... I didn't have like exceptional numbers or anything like oh, that. Oh, please! I saw your multi-thousand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't be modest. <laughs> but uh, um, but no. But I, I was able to at least turn off. Um, I found a setting in Streamlabs, which is what I use for my notifications, and you could basically there's a general setting, and you can just say any. Um, there's like a blacklist. Mm-hmm. of terms and you could just put as anything that was you know h-o-s-s star essentially and just have it not come up on your notifications so i kept seeing it in my chat it was just like constant but the notifications weren't actually coming through so it wasn't actually really affecting anything except we're just seeing them in chat and i haven't seen them in chat though no, I see it on the uh, that Twitch dashboard. Yeah, so it's like they're not even showing up as a notification in chat, but they're still showing up in the dashboard. That must yeah. be something that, that Twitch has. Yeah, because when I looked over, I saw there's Fertile Hoss. I was like 53 minutes ago. I'm like, oh, oh. And as I was went over to it, then all of a sudden two more came in right then. Mm. So far, it's just a three, so... Uh, Barbara says, and there's always a ghost chicken story. Oh, yes. 
during the during the haunted Eldwick tour. No, it's just fun. It's just fun the haunted Eldwick tour. It's like going on. It's basically it's basically a ghost tour. That's what it is. And who doesn't like a good ghost tour, especially through London? I've been on a couple of epic ghost tours. All right, Vomer. All right, Vomer. Have a good night. Take it hey, easy. Vomer. Get some sleep. Catch you later, Vomer. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, this, the Eldwood Ghost Tours has been... Oh, like, I've done ghost years. tours in, uh, like, Alexandria, Virginia, uh, Philadelphia, Boston, Salem, Massachusetts. We did a ghost tour. We went and did a ghost tour in... Uh, Key West. That was fun. I don't think they have too many ghost tours. Like, maybe there was one in Las Vegas and I just didn't see it. <laughs> if it was in Las Vegas and be like, we're doing a Las Vegas ghost tour, I'd be like, I'd, I'd, I'd check that out. I think you would get like distracted if all the, uh, the card flickers out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, see, it, it wouldn't be as interesting as ghost stories from the uh, the East Coast that has more older stuff, mind yeah. you, but, um, but like, yeah, no, uh, especially Key West. Key West was probably the go- the best ghost tour that I've ever been on. That one was fantastic. And because it, it's usually like they start telling you stories about just the creepy things that have happened in whatever building they walk to. Like, oh, we're going to go walk to this building. And one was like, I, I remember that one specifically, because one of the buildings was like, he's like, all right, everyone uh, crowd, crowd under this, like, overhang. We crowded under the overhang, and he was like, he's like, this this is a boarded-up building behind me. I was like, no, as you see, this is a build-up, this is a boarded-up building that used to be a movie theater, because the overhang was essentially movie theater, and it's like this is right off of one of the most popular streets in in Key West, but this is a fully boarded up building. <laughs> it's like, and there's a history as to why this building is boarded up and condemned, and it has to do with a fire that took place there, where um, uh, I said like the the owner of the building said it it used to actually be a church not a movie theater and um it was uh this guy who uh was very jealous of his wife he thought his wife was cheating on him so one day he just decided that you know that he was gonna get them that he was going to get them and uh he followed his wife to the church and figured that's where that's where she was cheating on him. So he basically closed the doors and barricaded the entrance and, and exits and then lit the place on fire and burned it Jeez. down. But she wasn't cheating on him. She was teaching Sunday school. And that's what she was hiding from him. And so it was like he he killed her and like this entire group of children along with it and uh like they're like to this day if the, the it was a movie theater but the movie but the uh, patrons of the movie theater kept being distracted by like the 
by the, the, the children's noises coming through the walls. That they were like, you know, we were watching this movie, but we keep hearing like all these children playing on the other side, like it's some sort of playground or something. And so the movie theater didn't last, and so it ended up just being stopped and condemned. And this, like, that, that's what ghost tours are. They just tell you, like, maybe they're true, maybe they're not stories about, <laughs> about wherever you're visiting. Like, they could be real, I, they could be not, but they're going to be creepy. I would go with not. <laughs> I, I just, I, I love supernatural stuff, don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, right? Like, but like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, most most of them I, would be made. I, up. I main I maintain that if that shit were real, then the entire plan would look like when they try and see how many people can fit in a phone booth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people have died like at peace versus the opposite? Oh yeah, There'd yeah, yeah. The the the, uh, the ratio is the rate like the number the number of like. <laughs> fucking ghosts would literally look like the entire earth is just piled high with just limbs stuffed <laughs> together you know yep there's only like billions and billions of people like it just doesn't make any sense well that was also put... right one of the points that that they made during that ghost store is he was like well you know it's called key west but the the translation is is Cayo Hueso, which is uh island of bones because when it was first settled or when when people first came there they basically um encountered just corpses everywhere on the island itself and it was because it was the site of a massacre so that is that is actual history that is a that is a real thing (laughs) that it was um one native tribe basically um, stalking another native tribe all the way down the Florida Keys until they couldn't go any further and then massacring them all. So the island itself was actually named after a massacre. So it was, they're like, so if you're, if you're looking for, you know, if you think it's something more, something more supernatural is going to happen in a graveyard, well, really, the entire island is basically one giant graveyard. But it was still one of the more entertaining ones. And that's the key is like if you get someone that has a good storytelling. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. the key. It has to be entertaining. Even if it's one of those you suspend disbelief for a while and you just have fun. And they can say, oh, the uh, Florbergarster exploded here, killing six younglings. And then. Yeah. <laughs> but if you tell it right. Yeah. It's a good story. So, uh, so, but all the stories told during the Eldwick Ghost Tour, all of those are true. Exactly. Those. <laughs> those. Are true. Are not lies. Those absolutely happened. And you can only find them here on the Secret World. In Secret World. Nowhere else. Yeah, I, love, I love the broadcast stuff. That's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah, I love oh, that God, stuff, yeah, too. That's good stuff. It's so good. That old-timey... I like mean, that, that's just like old-timey. That's where those, never are go out of stuff. Yeah, those, those are actual Those are the actual, actual radio plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are actual radio plays. They're so fucking good. And so, like, someone decided to put out versions without the commercials, and I was like, 
blasphemy. Yeah, why? No, <laughs> no, no, why no. Why do you do that? That's still the best part of that. The commercials are great. Brought to you by a lucky strike. I think someone, I, I think I saw someone post, they were like, um, they're like, if I'm going to be streaming a show that came out in the 1990s, then I want to have the commercial breaks from commercials from the 1990s. I want those too. <laughs> <laughs> like, if this, if this show came out at that time, I want commercials from that time. Double tapping to active dodge? How is that turned on? Yeah, I don't know, man. What are you doing? I didn't turn that on. It was the ghost. It was a ghost. <laughs> it was a ghost. <laughs> the ghost of Secret World. It's the ghost of the original Ooh. train conductor. The ghost of Windows updates. Ooh. <laughs> That's more terrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So terrified I had to take off my headphones. Changing your audio settings. Ooh. Changing the audio. <laughs> Say 15 minutes and we will be in October. Oh shit. One of the greatest months of the year. I do love how Halloween has sort of exploded over the past decade or so. And I mean, MMOs is certainly one thing. Like, it is, like, this is a time period when, right, weather starts getting colder, people start going back inside, and online games tend to really flourish. It is from the October to December. So that's why, you know, you have all of the the bigger events of the years for most games will end up being the uh, Halloween and Christmas events. But also why gigantic game releases around this time as well. That's why you have New World launching yeah, basically right before October mm -hmm. starts. Well, I think they could also probably push it off, but you know... They wanted to get it out on the twenty in the twenty twenty one. So right before the end of the third quarter, and just right before the uh, the holiday season. Mm -hmm. So it's a, I mean, it, it, it's a good time to release stuff, basically. So it's a good time for uh, for just MMOs and, and PC gaming in general. That's when it goes up. Updates oh yeah, Halloween and, and Secret World stuff. Especially, I don't think I've seen well yeah, any other game that does a Halloween event like Secret World does. In-game and then community-driven as well. Say so they would usually do... Like, I've seen lots of other games play more to the trick-or-treating aspect. Yeah. Or to... But they usually tend to shy away from the, the horror aspect. 
But Secret World has never shied away from horror, so... Yeah. Why not? And, and the fact that the community drives a lot of other... Um, not... Uncom-produced events, but more community-produced events around the lore and stuff like that. Because a lot of games, you know, like, like you said, more trick-or-treat, you go here, collect, get your shiny bobble, and then, uh, see you next year, or see you for on, uh, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, see you for our bigger Christmas event. But even the Christmas event here in Secret World is, uh, more spooky than most. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, dang it, that's the way it should be. Yeah, we get nipple ham. <laughs> So it, there's a reason why in uh, what's the what's the Christmas Carol? Um, it's the most it's the most wonderful time of the year, where they talk about you know and scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long long ago, like scary ghost stories were more of a thing. They were more of a thing around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you at the time you couldn't go anywhere because you're just trapped inside your house. It's snowing, and it's it's the time it's the winter solstice. So it's a time when light is at you know the the bare minimum, and hope that you have enough food to last you those few months. So yeah, so technically it's a time of yeah darkness and spirits and so I also yeah like. Uh... Not a Christmas story. That's entirely different. Uh, what, what's the one with uh, Ebenezer Scrooge? Um, Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Yeah, like that's all about yeah three spirits coming to him, three ghosts. Yeah, he sees a ghost from his past and basically haunting him into haunting and guilting him into actually celebrating Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's uh, a yeah, it, it used to be more of a thing with uh, um. Bringing out a bringing out a spooky side around, around the winter solstice. That's why I'm always glad to see it, instead of just being a, you know, trick or treating and candy and and this and that. Yeah, Bring a lot back of the spookiness. Yeah, there's a lot of it. Um took place in the northeast because you know it's a lot cooler and you have better atmosphere you have like Salem you get old old places around the northeast and the colonial areas so to speak mm -hmm. um, down here in the southeast or yeah southeast it's you go out in a costume and you're sweating and it's just, <laughs> it's not fun <laughs> it's true that's it like dark and it's still humid and but yeah you had all like the the Halloween parties everyone gets together you know and, and back what was it like 10 20 years ago it's more of an a um, more of a big thing to go to these Halloween parties and nowadays it's this hey I mean I mean when I was in college it was pretty big 
Hall- Halloween in college felt like a like it was it was the holiday hmm. of the year because it wasn't a holiday that's uh, generally like one that's based around family because you know Thanksgiving it'd be more with your family Christmas you'd be more with your family um, but Halloween that's one where you're with uh, with your friends and whatnot so it would be like a like our, our Halloween parties were legendary Oh, and was the uh, the day before? What was it called? Uh, oh, Hollow's Eve or something? Yeah, yeah, Hollow's Eve. <laughs> we go out TP the neighborhood and set bonfires <laughs> and. <laughs> so we we call that mischief night, but <laughs> that uh, that I found out is actually a super regional thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Calling it mischief night. That's like literally. Not even my entire state calls it Mischief Night. Like, it's literally just the southern half of of New Jersey, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what did my wife call it? It was a really weird name, like... Oh, it's Toonsy Night or something like that. And I was like, what the hell are you talking <laughs> Toonsy about? Night? <laughs> like... I was like, no, it's just Mischief Night. Where you go and do mischief. You knock over people's decorations. You TP their trees. 2020, that was a thing. <laughs> People were like, don't you dare TP because we will take that TP, wrap it up, and use it again. <laughs> or it'd be like, yes, TP uh, the tree, so I get free TP. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. I dare you. Please, please TP us. That shows you actually had some. Back during the TP shortage of 2020. Good uh, lord. That and paper towels, any kind of paper product. So, yeah, so we had, right, the Secret World tabletop RPG in the works, which looks phenomenal. Especially, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know really how it looks, just in my mind. It's just phenomenal. That's really, really all I'm going off of. And, um, they have uh, Scrivenomancer on board. Star Anvil Studios uh, has a couple of products. If you go to, it shows on Drive Through RPG. Um, they have their own sort of books and uh, uh, their own products that they sell there. So, not saying they're the biggest company in the world, or not saying they're the, the biggest producers in the world, but uh, but being able to get the rights from Funcom to do anything with Secret World, well, good for them. And I've noticed with Funcom, is actually pretty lenient on third parties creating content or stuff from their yeah. IP. We have Blood Red with her books. Right, Blood, uh, Blood Red Mallory and, and her n- books. Now yeah. we've got a tabletop game. 
they're like, can we sell this on Amazon? She's like, sure. And hey, they, this ahead. group's like, hey, can we just make a tabletop role-playing game based on Secret World? They're like, yeah, why not? Yeah, they're not they're not uh, hardcore about protecting the IP from all comers. Now, I'm wondering, is it just because of Secret World, if I want to say, okay, how about someone makes a Conan book? They own the IPs now. Mm-hmm. Is they it now the own same? Them right. Yeah, is it going to be the same process? I know, because Dune is out of the question, that's separate. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I also think to some extent that most of those already exist. Like I'm sure there's a Conan. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah there's a comics and there. all that. Yeah. Yeah. But there's official. There's already official table. A uh, Conan tabletop. There's already official. Mutant Year Zero tabletop. There's already official. Um, Kane. Tabletop. There's already. You know all those. All those IPs basically started as tabletop themselves. So I'm wondering if they're trying to you know, start a market. Say, hey, we'll let you go ahead and get this done so you can get, you know, expanded lore out there and then the games and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Because I know Funcom do doesn't want to get in the middle of that, probably. And creating more tabletop games and do all the distribution on that. Or just means that they just never really had the idea to do that themselves anyway. Yeah, they're more focused on creating uh, games, MMOs. Mm-hmm. Like they just, uh, uh, they, they're just more into the the actual yeah, game production itself, not necessarily on all the ephemeral stuff that goes along with it, uh, books, right, um, tabletop games, all that. So if it, so, if someone comes along and says, "Hey, can, can we do this?" and they're like, "Yeah, sure." If you get really big, we may readjust our contract, but yeah. I think it's I think it's what they did with Bloodwood. They basically were like, "Sure, like go ahead, yeah, sell it on Amazon." Um, if you get really big, we'll retalk. Yeah, probably if you're you're probably looking at maybe like a hundred thousand or a million copies sold. Yeah, they're like we'll we'll renegotiate, but if it's uh, if it's just you know whatever, we won't mind. Which is really cool of them. Yeah, because I don't think I have any have heard of any other publisher doing something like this. Just being as generous, mm -hmm. yeah, with the usage. Yeah, like ArenaNet. I mean, you think someone's going to say, hey, I, go, I would love to make a, a Guild Wars 2 book, right? And then, what do you think? Can I sell this? And be like, no. I mean, there are a couple of couple of Guild Wars 2 novels. Oh, okay. But. <laughs> I wasn't aware. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, um, but those are also subco subcontracted to bigger writers, like... Uh, Say, the more established, yeah, more more established fiction writers. Um, and if it was, and if it was probably like another company that came to Funcom and was like, "We want to do this thing with Secret World," you know, they're, they they might be more hard pressed to be like, "Well, you know, we're gonna enable bigger terms and stipulations, and you know, take it more as a business transaction, more so than just." Yeah, this this group, this much smaller group that just says, "Hey, we want to do a Kickstarter for a tabletop." Like, yeah, why not? It's not gonna hurt anything. No. And they'll sell a, a, a couple hundred copies probably, and 
say that's why I would be happy to um, give it as much promotion as possible. You gotta keep an eye on whenever they post up their Kickstarter page. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we wanna be right there. Because I would I would gladly play that on stream. Or do a do a do a tabletop stream of uh of um Secret World. I think that'd be great. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even um wouldn't uh when would be our next episode? October, let's see. Well, it's now October 1st. Congratulations. We've made Yay, it into we've October. we've made it. Yay! Um, so the next one would be October 14th. When have, when have the October events started in the past? Let's see. Samhain 2020 started October 13th. Uh, Samhain 2019 started so October 10th. So if the pattern holds, October 14th, which should be the very beginning, um, or around the beginning of the of the Halloween event here in Secret World, of Samhain, or Samhain. People get mad at me when I say Samhain. Samhain 2021. Sammy Hain. Sammy Hain. But I had the thought of us playing Hide and Shriek. Yes. Oh, yeah. That would be pretty cool. Us, uh, us basically getting a community together and playing Hide and Shriek. And let's see. Um, well, that would be the beginning of, of, of Samhain. And then... Then the next show after that would be the 29th. Or no, the 28th, right before Halloween, three days before Halloween. What if we schedule it? What if, uh, here's here's my thought. What if, uh, if Samhain starts by the next show, then the 28th we'll do a hide and shriek. Okay. Sounds good. And we'll invite as many people, because hide and shriek is a free-to-play game. Free-to-play, multiplayer... One-on-one, uh, -on -one scaring the other person. We'll schedule that for maybe the 28th. 28th of October, we'll do a, a hide-and-shriek with the community. We'll all log in, and who knows who else will be playing at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but we can form our own groups for hide-and-shriek as well, I think, right? You could play yeah. with uh, pretty much anyone who wants to. So I think that would be fun. So expect next show that we have to be a, a show all about the Halloween events going on in Secret World. And then the 28th, we'll be doing a Hide and Shriek show. And I think that will be awesome. And eventually, when they get this Kickstarter up and going for the tabletop role-playing game, you might even see us doing that, too. I posted in chat the link to the Steam page for Hide and Shriek. Nice. Last I checked. Last I checked, still free. Yep. The mask is, I think, five bucks. The uh, DLC. Mask. If, if you want, if you want masks that are 2016 themed. Because <laughs> there's a Hillary. Was it a Hillary? Hillary mask and Hillary a and Trump, Trump mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty scary. 
and maybe we can get uh, Andy, and maybe I'll uh, see if uh, Tilty wants to join us. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool, actually. So they can wreck Except face we with all we of would, us. We just fucking lose horribly. Aside from that, it's fine. Uh, who was the other just, one? Just show us getting wrecked on screen. Was it Tron or... Uh... Another uh, person that used to work at Funcom was very good at hiding. Just for Andy and Tilty. Andy and Tilty. Oh, Andy were and at Tilty. least the two that we knew. Okay. Yeah. Um, Played that shit like it's goddamn Call of Duty or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Corner peekers. Um, maybe Spinosaur. I mean, she was she was just starting around that time period. When High and Tree came out, she was in that. I think her reveal was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Right? It was, yeah. yeah. The first time we saw um, Nicole, yeah, was uh, was during the trailer for Hide and Tree. We need we need actors for this uh, for this trailer. Hey, we're just gonna use our own community managers. How about that? <laughs> sure, sure. Hopefully they got something for it. Something some, a little extra. Some baked goods. Um, but it is a, yes, Halloween-themed one-versus-one multiplayer match where you are invisible and your opponent is, in, is invisible and you lay traps and you... Uh, do whatever you can to scare your opponent by figuring out where they are. And right, if you end up playing uh, Tilty or Andy, just lose graciously. Really, (laughs) try your best, but you're going to get your butt handed to you, and that's okay. I don't know. There's probably been a couple years since the last time they played. They may be a little rusty. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yes. I'll reach out to Tilty. I'll see. <laughs> I'll be like, "Hey, I know you don't work for Funcom anymore. Pretty sure you're. Pretty sure he's still at Ubisoft. Yeah. But I'll be like, "Hey, for old times' sake, want to come join us? See what he says. Want to come? Want to come own us for a while?" Because even Rusty, he'd probably beat the crap out of us. That's my guess, anyway. Um, so anything else? Or are we good? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that was all the news for her. That was, yeah. We didn't yeah. have much. That was all the news. All <laughs> right, so agents, this has been the Zero Point Report, Strain 49-TTRPG. You can catch us recording live every other Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time here in the Zero Point Report Twitch channel, where you can also join us and chat with us while we do the show live, or download our show wherever podcasts are found so you can listen to us on the go. Jimmy, where can we find you online? Uh, JimTheRabbit.com, Twitch.tv slash JimTheRabbit, YouTube.com slash JimTheRabbit, and at JimTheRabbit on Twitter. Two-Ton Waffle, where can we find you? Same place. JimmyTheRabbit.com <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm at TwoTonWaffle.com You can find me over at Trovo.Live TwoTonWaffle 
and okay. also my YouTube um, is I don't have a fancy URL for YouTube. It's basically two ton waffle dot me slash YouTube. Okay. Uh, you have a good night too, Samagarian. Samagarian ties Tyzanderus. That's a name. Very that's, nice. a, that's a mouthful. That seemed like a good uh... Tyzanderus. Nice. Samagarian Tyzanderus. That's a name for you. I could. I, like I, I wouldn't been able to do that. I just called. Hey, Sam. <laughs> um, and I'm Ocho, and you can find me both on Twitter and here on Twitch at Big Mikey Ocho, and also at JimmyTheRabbit.edu. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab up the .org and .edu and .me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the io dot gg dot, dot, dot io. <laughs> oh, what was I trying to get? I was trying to get that Russian address. I couldn't get it. The dot are you? <laughs> yeah. What was? It? Oh, it was, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. I was trying to get that last the other stream. <laughs> oh, like the last episode. Yeah, you needed a passport. Damn passport. <laughs> uh, so from all of us, uh, oh no, you can get in touch with us by engaging with the show on Twitter at zero point report. Uh, checking out previous shows on our YouTube channel and joining us on our Discord server, both named The Zero Point Report. So from all of us here at The Zero Point Report, want to thank you for tuning in and wish you all the best from the secret world. Welcome to October, everybody. Have a great night, and we'll Woo! see you next time. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Have a good night. And we're out. Jam. What were you doing during that time, Jimmy? Were you doing a I cold was, defense? I was healing my first E14 dungeon. Oh, okay. I mean, I've done I've done E14s. I've I haven't been the healer uh, ever. And then it was Darkness War, and uh, boss six. One of the guys just dropped. So okay. we had a four man fucking boss. Oh no. And I was healing my brains out. I know. Healing, healing, there's clicks. It's like. Healing, healing, healing. Yeah. Yeah, I should have fucking <laughs> muted. Sorry. No worries. Need well, healing. It Technically, it was just was button presses. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. No. But we could tell you were very active. That's yeah, you're we... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, I was like nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop <laughs> fucking healing. I was like, wow, Jimmy's not saying much. Oh, he's clicking away though. He's he's I doing was, something. I was trying to stay involved in the conversation. So I'll let uh... not, not be completely absent. <laughs> I was I wasn't about to like call you out on it though. I wasn't about to be like, and what do you no, think, Jimmy? You who can. Is... <laughs> you totally can. But you guys, you guys were, you know. Yes, what? Uh, 42. We're, we're doing all right. So I, mean, I okay. chimed in here and there. Yeah. But <laughs> I earned I earned my guys, I'm a healer, we're going to die shirt. <laughs> that's, that's what I was. That's what I you get. I put the shirt on. I was like, all right, I'm the healer. <laughs> we did completely fine. Like, really, really fine until boss six. One guy just fucking dropped. I think even before we started. Oof. I think he dropped on boss like boss five, and he just fucking.